I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Well, that's not quite true. I found a big pack of bubblicious underneath the seat today. Hey, on, this is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giant Sports Talk and Entertainment. Doing another 3 o'clock show. Why? Because, again, I had to go pick up the car with the dealer. So it's been, it's been a busy, hectic day again. We got some giant news, and I want to talk about the return of Zion. That's the Matrix. I didn't see the movie. I didn't see this. I only saw the first one. I didn't see anyone after that. Uh, but I want to talk about Zion Johnson a little bit. First, we got to do some housekeeping. Richie James Jr. has signed with the New York football giants. Um, again, bargain bin. Bargain bin guy. Most people will point that he played in 11 games last year, started seven, had 23 receptions for 394 yards for 17.1 yards of reception. Largest was 47 with one touchdown. But what people will fail to mention is nine of those receptions on 184 of those yards came in one game <laughs> so, against the Green Bay Packers. He's going to be mainly a punt return. He's a small guy. He's a short guy. Um, so I think he's probably he's five, nine hundred eighty-five pounds. He's not going to be a guy you're going to look at, uh, to, you know, to fill the, to fill the starting position. Cause even he, if he's filling the starting position, we got a little bit of trouble. He is very, he's going to be more of a repunt returner. He's going to be more of a kickoff guy. Um, I think, I think he's going to be more, uh, practical use as a kick returner. I think that's going to be more of his expertise. You know, like I said, it's, it's a signing that the giants are going to make. He was weighed by the 49ers after undergoing knee surgery and was placed on the injured reserve back in August of 2021. It is what it is. I mean, I mean, it's uh, it's a guy who had 650 yards, 655, 655 return yards and a touchdown along with nine receptions in his rookie year comes over from uh, where does he come from? He came over from middle Tennessee state. I mean, like it is, you know, it, it's an, it's another roster guy. It's another filler guy. He's got more of an acclimate than our old buddy, um, David Sills offers more for the team because David Sills can't return kicks. David Sills can't return punts and David Sills can't play special teams. Uh, so you know what? We got to, well, you know, let's welcome Richie to the team. Let's hope he makes some type of impact. We haven't had a really good return game in a couple of years now. Uh, so let's kind of see where we go from there. The giants always been talking. Everyone in the giants organization is talking, not organization, but a lot of the organization, a lot of the, um, the fan base is talking offensive line, offensive line. We have to get Charles Cross. We got to get Icky. We got to get Neil. Uh, we got to find the best tackle available, even though we have a good left tackle and Andrew Thomas. I'm not a big proponent of taking a guy who has strictly been playing left tackle in college and moving him to right tackle, especially when his skill set more lends itself to be a left tackle. Not looking at you, Charles Cross. Um, but you know what? There's another guy who I liked, who uh, we've talked about a couple times on the streams, and that's, uh, that's Zion Johnson. Now, Zion, of course, he was a transfer to Boston College from Davidson, and he really became a starter right away. <laughs> and th th when he came into Boston College, the, the Eagles actually had a pretty good offensive line. So, I mean, it's not like he was a guy that, you know, just came in and started because they didn't have any talent. He's a physical blocker. I like the fact that he has consistent technique. He's very repetitive with his, with his technique. He's a smart guy. He's rarely caught in a poor position or a poor posture in his pass blocking or his run blocking. He's pretty, he controls his size and his frame. And he's like I said, he's another guy, 6'3, 212 pounds. He probably can bulk up. I think he's got a little bit of space to bulk up on that frame. Um, the only thing is, I think he is going to be, in my mind, he's going to be a guard. He's going to play guard in this league. And I think he may even be a plug and play guard. And I would keep him on the left side. 
And that's how consistent I think his technique is. What I think about Zion is I think of his versatility. To me, he can play multiple positions on the line. And I think he's going to fit more of a zone run scheme, which is fine. Um, and, and like I personally, I'm trying to find, I'm vamping as I try to find my top 51 list and see where I ranked Zion. Because Zion has been moving up the charts a little bit. I know in a lot of draft boards, he's moved up into the top 30. I'm looking at my draft board here. Where do I have, where do I have Zion on my draft board? Let me see here. I actually have him at 34. So he's gone up from, I had him at 46 and he's gone. I've moved him up to 34 on my list. Um, I, I just think he, he's, he's, he's a tough guy. He's aggressive. I think physically he's got the correct mentality. He's always, and, he, and if you ever watch some of his film, go watch the Virginia Tech game. Go watch that. Because he is a guy that's always looking to finish his blocks. He plays, you know, it's funny. He has this demeanor and temperament that you thought that Will Hernandez was going to have after that rookie season. You thought Will Hernandez was going to be cool-minded, a little bit of a nasty streak, level-headed. And after his rookie season, that just completely went out the whistle. He's a guy that they say continuously works. And he competes through the whistle. That's something I, we've talked about that, I think, a million times. Compete, you compete through the whistle. That means you play and you keep playing till after you hear the whistle stop. And I think that's what's going to set him apart in this draft. I think he's got terrific body control. I think he's got great lateral movement. One of the things that I like about him a lot more than I like about Charles Cross is he handles the bull rush extremely well. He's extremely stout in the interior, which will be allow, which will allow the Giants to set a deep pocket. And like I said, he just knows his placement. He knows where to keep his hands. He knows where to be positionally. And like, I mean, Boston College ran a zone-heavy rushing attack. They did. And he had no issue sliding side to side. He had no issue whatsoever. And for a guy that size, he was able to quickly redirect his weight and his space when he had to perform in that heavy, heavy zone rushing scheme or rushing attack that Boston College ran. I would like to see him get a little stronger. I think he has average power. But I think a lot of times when you have average power and good technique and good hands placement, I think you can make up from that. I would like to, I would like to see him get a little stronger. He's aggressive. Like I said, he's aggressive, but he's consistent with his hands. And he's very quick at placing them and latching on. And he's one of those guys that wins the first contact when you're in the trenches. They say that he's extremely intelligent in reference to his football IQ. And he basically forced his way into the lineup when he got to Boston College. They say he has a natural sense, a natural timing to execute his assignments. That's what people are. Te- that's what people say. And I was actually speaking, and some of this information I've got from the same gentleman who gave me all the information a couple of years back for Andrew Thomas, who basically said, didn't basically said he said the Giants would not pass on Andrew Thomas, and they, of course they didn't. 
So this is the same former scout that gave me is kind of you know giving me this information as well. So I, like I said, I don't when he said when he tells me these things, I don't I never take it with a grain of salt because he has been right more than he's been wrong. I think he will probably have a second round value, but potentially can go in the latter half of the first round, depending on a team that needs a guard or needs a tackle. Because like I said, he has the versatility to play multiple positions. I wouldn't even be surprised if he could turn out and play center. I wouldn't be shocked by that. So I'm very excited. And like I said, I mean, will the Giants go and draft him? I don't know. But like I said, I just find him to be an interesting prospect. We've talked about him a couple times on some of the streams. And of course, we're having the big stream on Sunday, 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday. Also, don't forget, you can download the online Big Blue app for free, the Google Play Store. It will be in the Apple Play Store soon, or Apple Store soon, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, don't forget, you can also go to the online Big Blue website, onlinebigblue.com. Download the King of the Almost Sack and Malik Wills bring in the boom sound effects. Malik Wills bring in the boom. I am going to make them available as ringtone files uh, probably within the next couple days. We're also going to have a new Poppy Cocker logo design coming out. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Uh, there's going to be a lot of good stuff coming up in the next couple weeks. People call this the silly season or the slow season. I call this a season where you know what? You got to make your wares. Just like in the draft. Got to build up to the draft. This is where you, this is where you get all that work in. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue Ring and the best of New York Giants sports talk on our team. And as always, if you like, subscribe. And if you know what it means, that'd be awesome.